You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Romans chapter number 12, verse 2. I want to continue our teaching on... Um, excuses. What's your excuse? Uh, again, Minister Williams did an excellent message on last week. Go to podcast and listen to last Wednesday message. Um, on tonight, we want to talk about overcoming excuse making. Overcoming excuse making. What are we talking about? Overcoming excuse making. Are you ready? Can we read this out loud? Ready? Let's read. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, just let me say this. Here we see that the word of God tells us that transformation comes by renewing. Transformation comes by renewing. Will you say that? Transformation comes via renewing. Transformation comes by renewing the mind. Changing your form comes by renewing your mind. Changing your form comes by renewing your mind. Will you say that after me? If I want to change my form, it only comes by way of constant renewing or constant renewal of my mind. How do we know that? Because here the word of God tells us that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. As Pastor T, I always say, you see the I-N-G, present tense and continuum. In other words, it's not a one-time event. This is something that we will forever do or should be doing if we want to keep uh, progressing and advancing in life. Because the moment you stop educating yourself or renewing your mind, you then begin to regress. No one stays the same. Every day, we're either getting better or worse. I'll say it again. Every day, we're either progressing or regressing. So every day, we're either getting better or worse, right? So if I want to transform, if I want to change um, what's going on on the outer, there must be a constant working on the inner. Notice Jesus said, don't copy or the word of God through Apostle Paul says, don't copy the behavior, the customs of this world. I can't say this enough. God's principles are true. You've heard me say it. You've heard Pastor T say it. You've probably heard others say it. The world has taken biblical principles and are getting rich off of them. While a lot of believers are still impoverished. They are rich spiritually but poor in other every area, and that is not the will of God. And we can have the same results if we would only take his word to heart, if we would only act on what he has already prescribed. For here he says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And there are principles outlined in the word that if you and I will follow them, then we would reap great or the same results as anybody else who does what the Lord has prescribed. Now, the world had somewhat 
institutionalized us or indoctrinated us into us that you have to go about it this way. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not a guarantee. And they often leave us depleted financially <laughs> and still upset because it's not working. If we just apply our faith as the believer, we can have the same thing that you pay thousands and hundreds of thousands for because we have faith. Okay? So we want to continue our teaching on overcoming excuse making. Transformation comes how? By, you know, say it loud like you saved in your prayer. It comes how? 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 So that means I need to get information. I need to be informed. I can't be transformed if I'm not informed. So in order for me to be transformed, I must be informed. So information will bring about transformation. Watch this. Whether it's right information or the wrong information. If you habitually apply the wrong information, you will transform into something that you don't want to be. Likewise, if you constantly hear the right information, you will transform into something that you desire to be. So whatever you hear the most will have the greater impact on what direction you transform or what you transform into. Are you here? So Jesus here, I want to repeat this because he says, uh, if, if you want to be transformed, there must be a constant what of the mind? Renewal. Again, you've heard Pastor T say this. The world has taken these principles. And I heard her yesterday say it's, it's a billion dollar industry. And, and, and if there's anybody that's not succeeding, it, it shouldn't be God's children. And I would have the mindset, this would be my righteous indignation attitude. I'm not going to sit back and allow somebody who does not give my God the credit, who disregards him and get rich while I'm his child and not succeeding. Boy, that ought to make you. Wait a minute. Let me get in this word and begin the process of renewing my. So we want to overcome and you can overcome excuses. Yes, you can. Look at someone say you can overcome excuse making. And just for working definition, just let me give you um, another definition. I think I gave it to you the other week on excuses. Excuses are rationalizations we make to ourselves about people, events, and circumstances. They're rationalizations that we make to ourselves about people, events, and circumstances. They are invented reasons we create to defend our behavior. <laughs> we make them up to defend our position. It's erroneous things we say to justify why we are still where we are. Mm. So they are invented reasons we create to defend our behavior, to postpone taking action, or simply as a means of neglecting responsibility. So we, use, so we make excuses to justify why we are no further than where we are. Excuses are mainly a means of placing the blame of an internal problem on an external condition. Notice a few minutes ago I said, in order to change the exterior, I got to work on the interior. So since we don't want to take responsibility for what's going on the outside, we blame it on an internal problem. 
So excuses are mainly a means of placing the blame of an internal problem rather than looking on the inside. We place the blame on the outside, on external conditions. That's why, I, I, I mean, we make excuses as to why we don't commit, why we don't give. Everything is on external conditions. The economy's bad. When other members are committed, I become committed. See, you're blaming it on external conditions. We make excuses why we don't forgive. They, see, out external conditions. They didn't apologize first. Some make excuses for why they sit back and do absolutely nothing that aids in advancement of the kingdom of God. Why? Because a whole bunch of hypocrites. The book. Some make excuses as to why they don't exercise. External conditions. There's a scripture that says, I think it's Proverbs 25 and 28. He, he who has no rule over his own spirit is like a city with broken down walls. In ancient Egypt, cities were fortified like Jericho. Remember when they walked around the city so many times and blew the horns, the, the walls fell flat. So this, the, the, that was the, the cities were their safeguard. So in essence, what the scripture is saying is that when you lack discipline, you are open to all type of attacks and assaults. Hmm. He who has no rule over his own spirit. So don't tell me an inanimate object is controlling you. That's an excuse. Don't tell me that a Twinkie who cannot speak has control of you. Don't tell me that, that this or that that cannot speak has control over you. So we use excuses on external conditions and it's an internal problem. So you can't, will you say this? I can't control me. Oh, you need to say that again. I, now, now, I may not control you, but the one person I can control is self. And you know the problem among a lot of people? They're good at trying to dictate and control others, but they do a poor job at disciplining themselves. Now, that's a hypocrite. I can control you, but I myself like discipline. That's not good. So people, then you have those who make excuses for staying connected to toxic people. So we use all, what passes, you know, we've been friends a long time. External condition. Why not move on a decision? Listen to this. Move on, because again, there are those who've made decisions, and that's all they've done. We need to move on decisions made. Not just make the decision. Move. Why not move on the decision to stop excusing your failures or your procrastination and start taking the steps that are necessary to give you or to get the life that you so desire to live? Did you hear what I said? Why not act or move on the decisions? Decision, excuse me, to stop excusing your failures, or I like to say failed attempts, and start taking the steps that are necessary to get the life that you want to live. So in other words, if I'm going to rise above this, I just can't decide to do. I have to do. Notice James says, see, be doers of the word, not just hearers only. Be doers. He who has no rule over his own spirit, over his own spirit, is like a city. As long as I keep it making excuses, guess what? As long as I keep making excuses, I'm like that city with broken down walls. I'm open to every type of attack and assault. I have no safeguard as long as I'm making excuses. And sometimes 
Let me tell you something. The worst thing that the world does, too, one of the things that they do, not only do they take biblical principles, then sell them back to you, they make it more complicated than what it is. Do. I can't wait. On, so just do it. Just do it. So, so, so I, I, it ain't based on the feeling. I can't wait to the, if I wait to all circumstances of favor, you'll never do it. I got to do it when I feel like it, and I have to do it when I don't. Again, stop looking for a motivator, and you be your motivator for he who has no rule over his own spirit. So I can't always wait on somebody else to, matter of fact, there's not a person in this world that can motivate you. No, it's not. What we do as orators is create an atmosphere for motivation to exist. But still, you have to exercise your will, take the information, and do something with it. Because if we could motivate you, there would not be anybody lacking motivation. There wouldn't be any excuse makers. Why? Because pastor motivated me. And those who act on maybe uh, what pastor said, what they did, pastor created an atmosphere, and I received it, and I took it to heart, and now I got the same results as she, as he. It's not hard as it seems. Huh? I said this the other day. The soul, Proverbs 13 and 4 amplify, the appetite of a lazy person craves and gets nothing for lethargy. Lethargy overcomes ambition. Laziness overcomes ambition. But the appetite of the diligent who works willingly is rich and abundantly supplied. The diligent. Those who are dedicated. Let me repeat this again. And we, are, we are in a culture now where excuses have stopped us from executing. Excuses have created barriers. Excuses have what? Proverbs 15, 19 says this, a lazy person, lazy person's way is blocked with briars, Proverbs 15, 19, NLT. But the path of the upright is an open highway. Do y'all see this? A lazy person's way is blocked with what? Briars. Nothing more than a barrier. Something that obstructs you from moving forward. Okay? I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. You've heard pastor mention the paradigms, right? Fixed way of believing, thinking conditioning certain various conditions on a subconscious level, right? The way we view things. You know how paradigms are made or formed? Y'all don't know? You, I know there's at least one jewel in here that knows. You know, how, you know how paradigms are fixed? Through repetition. Habits. Paradigms are formed through thinking a certain way, entertaining certain ideas. It's, it, it, they come through repetition. Huh. And it's that constant repetition which causes it to become a fixed habit or become a paradigm. Why? Because you did it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Like we all have habits. You've heard me say this for a long time. We just want all our habits to be good habits. There's nothing wrong with habits as long as there are good habits. You want habits. You just want, there's nothing wrong with habits. You just want the habits to be good habits. Habits are only bad when they're bad habits. Okay? So, Crystal, if paradigms are constructed through repetition, how can I change my paradigm? How? What's hard about that? If they're fixed or built through repetition, if I want to change it, I change it the same way I built them, through repetition. See, everything is created on a mental level. You're the products without 
with the exception of something beyond your control, where you are now, things that's manifested, the way you're living, living, were all just manifestations of habits or a fixed way of thinking. So if I want to change my paradigm, I need to change them through repetition. That's the word I would write down and remember. So paradigms are changed through repetition. Here we see that a lazy man, one who manufactures excuses, their, 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 their way is blocked with briars, right? You know how barriers are created? Barriers, you know how they're created? Through repetition. You know how they're broken? Through repetition. When you hear repetition, what do you hear? Wednesday and Sunday? It has to be every day, okay? Again, you got to stop waiting on somebody else. to. You have to, you have to, you have to do it. And, and here's the thing. The only way it's going to become a habit, you have to do it when you feel like it and when you don't. That's why when pastors say, do you encourage us to do the minder sizes? You have to say to yourself. Say to yourself. She's mentioned writing the vision. Is it on paper? Is it written? Have you written the vision? Habakkuk, what's your vision? What do you see? Because any believer who's living substandards, especially here, or where the word is going forth, it's by design. They don't, they don't necessarily want better. Because if they did, they would stop blaming external conditions and just do what they know to do. I know. That, see, this, that's how I mean. Uh, it's working for me, though. It's working for me. It's working for me. Repetition is nothing more than an act of repeating. Listen, the act of repeating doing, saying, or writing something down. Be ye doers, poetes, writers, and reciters. Who remembers that teaching? If not, go, go to podcast. Writers, and, and the reason why faith comes by hearing and hearing by declaration. See, every time you say, you actually see what you say. So it's important what you say is actually, actually what you want to see. Because whatever you say the most, you're going to see the most. And whatever you see the most is what's going to propel you to whatever. So as long as you keep saying you are sick, the image that you see is that of one who is sick. So there's not going to be any manifestations or, or, or motivation to do anything because you are gripped by that stronghold of an image of you being impotent, powerless. So rather than saying, I'm sick, you have to say, I'm healed. Right? Because words create images. That's why he says, write what you see. Then say what you see. Let me show you something. Joshua 1 and 8 because this... Now, <laughs> oh shoot, this is working. We just got to get it because it's, this right here is over probably close to 3,000 years old. This is what I'm giving you now. This, this ain't, this, this is, this is being deeply embedded. This is stuff that's cemented and proven. And I'm saying to say it can be trusted. Like minister said the other week, either God line or people line. I believe God, God's word, Joshua 1 and 8. <laughs> I'm a, I can see it's not going well tonight. Uh, so 
I got some repetitions I need to be doing. So let me go ahead and give you this verse, and I get out of your way. I'm not even going to go to 745. How about that? I'll let you go on and do however you want to do. But this will work if we do it. How do you get off the couch, couch potato? Get up. No, you, you said to yourself, get up. There's a life to be lived. Get up. And you know why they don't get up? Because they, uh, Judge Mathis is about to come on. And days of our lives or Ricky Lake or whatever nonsense people want to watch. But what are you saying to yourself? See, the, the woman with the issue of blood heard about a healer, Jesus. And the healing virtue was known to be in men's garment, in the hem. That's why she reached for the hem, because it, it was said that the anointing was in the hem. So every time she kept saying, if I may touch the hem, it was putting an image in her mind's eye that if I touch that, I'll be healed. 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 So the more she said it and see what happens, that image gets so big. Now that's what's propelling you to move. That's why she kept on. See, it's not the repetition. The reason why Jesus was talking about the Gentiles, they didn't know what they were saying. I know what I'm repeating. <laughs> Boy, y'all, never. See, first of all, that's what most people mess up. You know why? Because they stop. Scripture says, never stop. You know why people stop? Because, again, man, the guy, they start blaming external conditions. Pastor, I tell you what, man. When they, yeah, the, Pastor, they say it's a hurricane. So you start getting fear for the hurricane. And Jesus said, never stop reciting. If Jesus, and we got the same authority and power that he has, can say, winds, be still. You can say, hurricane whoever, stay out there in the sea. Loose your hold in the name of whatever, however you want to say it. You will not be a category whatever. So I think it was one recently supposed to be in Mobile, but we know people in Mobile. So last night I was laying in bed. You know, I wasn't panicking. Father, whatever. I can't remember where I went to sleep. Whatever it was, it ain't going to do nothing. Then I woke up this morning and all I got was some rain and some little winds. But, but if I would have gotten fear, now, hey, board up your house, do whatever you're going to do. But while you're boarding up, you still declare the word. Well, why are you putting board? You believe in Jesus? Because, one, I'm wise, but my trust is in God. And, and, and if it do hit this neighborhood, it'll hit every house but mine. See, that's a, never stop reciting. <laughs> you must think about them. You, you know why people are good at Facebook commenting and Facebook. I mean, you got a commentary for everything in it. Did you know why they're excellent at liking? Because they never stop. But when it comes to their spirituality, because they're more consistent and repetitious at nonsense social media than they are this word. So their lives are topsy-turvy. We envy the heathen that has and we jealous of the Christian that has and we, we, the person we ought to be upset at is self. You notice what I said. We applaud the heathen and we're jealous at the believer. Don't be that kind of person. 
First, this, this is what we need to stop right here. Never stop reciting these teachings. Do you recite? Do you recite the word religiously like you do checking your messages? I'm just using that as an example for the, I know we all ain't, but for the ones who do, I'm just, it could be whatever, whatever you do, watch TV or drink coffee or whatever it might be. I'm just using Facebook as an example of social media, so don't, don't look at nothing. Let me prove it. Let me, let me prove it. Okay, prime example. Because there needs to be a righteous indignation when there's kingdom agendas and, and, and we got to be like, ah, oh, dog, ah, oh, ah, oh, Pastor Peter, call me next week. Catch me next week. When the first, I'm just using an example. When the first Sunday I said, this used van is not but $20,000, 20 people stand up and say, Pastor, here go a thousand. Or one stand up and say, here go the whole 20,000. Or four stand up and say, I got five. And it's probably something I didn't challenge you that way. I said, believe God how you want to do it. But, and if anybody getting mad at that, that means I'm not doing this every day. And people smoking that up on crack, heroin, and whatever they're doing nowadays. The mindset has to change. The, the, y'all missing it. The, get, get around people who are not frugal, who not pit, who not poor mouth. You, you got to get in an environment that will stretch you to think beyond. Boy, stop making excuses for people who have no rule over their own spirit. That's not a, but it, but it shouldn't raise the question. I got to stop making excuses and ask, why don't I have it? I work every day. Oh, see, now, now, oh, shucks. There we go. No, now he done stepped into something now. No, why don't I have it? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.